One of the most pressing challenges of our generation concerns energy and growing demand for it. It affects almost every aspect of our lives. How we work, how we travel, how we spend our free time, how we design cities or even how we think about the future of farming. And most of all, it affects our planet. In this podcast, we will talk about the future of energy, what are the biggest challenges for the grid operators and what are the ideas to meet them that we all, electricity users, will benefit from this. My name is Łukasz Gras and I will be your host for the entire podcast series we called Powering Low Carbon Communities with ABB. Let's start. Because of the pandemic, we are now used to the term the new normal. We ask ourselves which of the changes forced on us by the pandemic will be permanent and which will disappear quickly. Digitalization has been fast-tracked into our lives, as we now take its benefits inherently. This is affecting not only our everyday life, but also the businesses we run. To talk about how partnerships are now enabled at a new level with the help of digital solutions and how this shape new service delivery models, I have invited Adrian Gugisberg, Division President of ABB Motion Services. Hello, Adrian. Hello, Lukas. Thanks for, for being with us. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining uh, me today. Alongside us will also be our special guest, Gustav Nigren, meal manager for the SCA Obola and digital lead for the SCA Group. Hello. Hello, Lukas. Thank you for inviting me. Hello, Gustav. Guys, uh, thanks for joining me today. And let's start with the new normal, because I have probably heard uh, those two words more often than good morning, dad. How are you today? <laughs> From my two daughters. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding a bit, of course, but there's something in the fact that we heard or hear the new normal very often. And the question is, what are the fundamental changes you have seen over the last two years in your businesses? Yeah, yeah, maybe if I refer a little bit to that, uh, I agree with what you're saying. You know, we talk a lot about <laughs> some of these passwords, um, but in practice, what what it means if if I'm looking a little bit at least on, on myself, probably many of us we have found ourselves sitting at home, um, being it on the kitchen table, a laptop in front of us, and talking to the colleagues which we have done previously in a different way. We were sitting together in a room. We were maybe having uh, after work together a dinner or a beer or at this way of chats. But these days we were very much connected virtually to each other. And especially if I'm looking at the, the business side on the service business, uh, this was really a big challenge as you cannot do some of the services in a virtual way, but you need to find new ways on how to, to reach out to, to the sites, how to help uh, with the equipment, um, how to do the work which needs to be done in order to keep operations going. So th that's what probably for us means the new normal, how to find ways when you cannot physically connect the way you have been used to connect. Yeah. Gustav? No, but I, I uh, agree with, with Adrian's uh, picture here. And I mean, we, we have found ourselves uh, trying to do things uh, in a new way and pushed into doing things in a new way. And, and I mean, uh, Adrian are also seeing more of the, so to say, the global and, and the traveling part of it that you cannot join, go to sites, go to customers, go to 
yeah suppliers or whatever and and we also see it in the in the smaller scale within a mill where you do not want to you know uh, be as close to people as you you have been so you are trying to to do you know meetings in the mill over over uh, in a digital way we are you know really pushing ourselves to do things in a in a totally different uh, way and that i think is the the biggest change that we are we are increasing the speed of change uh, if we you look at sca as a company you you can also see that our products of course are also affected in in a way and and, and mainly in a positive way when when e-commerce is also increasing rapidly and and i guess we are more or less uh, fundamentally changing our way of doing these kind of more personal business buying things, so to say. Yeah, we are talking about the f- fundamental changes. And uh, if I may, I will tell you how the new normal has translated into my business. And I will focus only on on the positive, because among other things, I host conferences and panel discussions uh, like this, for example, at many events during the whole year. And before the pandemic, I could only take part in one or two conferences a week. You know, because I had to move from one place to to another, traveling hundreds of kilometers. And today I can host such things remotely. I can uh, lead a panel discussion at a conference in Warsaw, for example, in the morning, and a second interview at a conference in Berlin in the evening. So uh, that is a huge change for me in my business. It's like a huge acceleration. And considering this acceleration, uh, tell me how has thinking about digitalization change in the last two years, let's say? Digitalization, I would say, in the industry has started to really kind of accelerated already a few years ago. But I would say there was a lot of focus on technology. So I, I would say today there are a lot of technologies already available to change the way we work, the way we do things they have not necessarily really got scale in use. Now, the last two years with the pandemic, really what that caused is, I think we all had to change the way we do things. So suddenly it was not anymore a technology push. Suddenly it was actually a pull, a need, a need to do things in a different way. So like you just uh, said about yourself, I think, you know, um, without having uh, tools like, like Zoom or Teams or this type of of tools, it would have been impossible to switch quick. But those tools were already available before the pandemic situation came. And and we have not used it to the extent we are using it today. So I I believe very much the same has happened in the industry. We, We started way more to apply things. And that, that's maybe also a reason why I'm, I'm very happy to have Gustav here when, when the two of us talked a few weeks back and he explained a little bit what they do um, at SCA and, and, and how they do things. You know, I, I believe they were already, and Gustav, you can comment, but I believe you, you were already on the journey to use this digitalization to do things in a different way in the future. But I would also assume it has accelerated the need and the urgency. Absolutely, Adrian. I, I fully agree. I mean, um, and we also can see, you know, a little bit of a, a difference between maybe our private life and, and work life. And, and especially when you go into an industrial site, that it's uh, much faster to adapt to new technology. 
in the private life uh, uh, if you compare to to an industrial site but as you say we have seen the trend and we have a a thinking and a plan and a strategy to to take this forward but these last two years has really pushed us to just we, we have just needed to start using new technology new way of working so it's as you say it has pushed us into accelerating the the development when it comes to digitalization and 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 that is of course something we need to to learn from and really really um, take the next step with in our journey uh, for for really the good things of course there are things that has been challenging also that we maybe do not want to go on with because it's sometimes it's still a very very valuable to to sit down person to person and, and uh, do things Adrian mentioned uh, that we need a new tool for uh, for doing our business in in the new normal, and and I agree because you know look at the five G network, <laughs> we still you know we still don't have a, a perfect five G network to do stuff like this, for example. Yeah, uh, Adrian, in one of the interviews you talked about one more big shift. You see, customers are starting to buy not just a product or service support but also a defined business outcome. Uh, can you tell more about uh, it? How does it work? Yeah, look, I think maybe if I if I frame this a little bit, I mean, uh, one of the big trends is digitalization, obviously. And, and this is accelerated with the pandemic, as we just discussed. But there's another big trend, I would say, what, what really is changing right now, the discussion, and this is sustainability. I think there is a growing realization that uh, the industry needs to to make a big step towards a more sustainable operation. Um, We talk about carbon neutrality, we talk about uh, zero waste um, kind of societies. This this trend has clearly accelerated also the last two years. And, and now, if you think about the two things, you know, one I would call more as an enabler. The digitalization is, is an enabler to do things in a different way. And then the, the sustainability, what this basically asks for is that we are not optimizing a business just for one parameter. You can, you know, traditionally probably would have said in the Western world, we are all optimizing to to improve our returns on profits, we, we, we improve our cash flows. It's very much financial parameter driven. But the future will require us to operate in a way that there are different parameters we have to optimize for, multiple parameters to optimize for. So we, we may want to have the same time an improvement of the business efficiency, the competitiveness, but at the same time, we want to reduce the carbon footprint. In order to do that, I think what is obvious, it gets more complex. And when things get more complex, I believe what is important is that that we need a different way to team up and then also to share the responsibilities. And that's what I mean with this one. You know, it's it's a kind of a shift in sharing responsibilities and accountability. So if I make now the practical example, when when as a service business, we would have traditionally probably, you know, done a lot of business by selling um parts for maintenance, for uh, for wear out items or for replacements, and we have sold uh, labor hours to execute the work, I think that's not necessarily in the end of the day what the, what the customer needs. I think a customer needs a reliable equipment which is performing at the performance required by the specific application or need. We, we try to get more into that of also sharing this accountability. 
Gustav, what does it what does that mean to you as a customer? How is it connected to the SEA vision and objectives? Of course, as Adrian says, we have more focus on sustainability and we have digitalization as an enabler for, for doing new things. And uh, But we have also some other general things, I would say, to, to add to that to, to, to get the full picture. And for me, it's uh, a general feeling within the process industry that it's some kind of information overload for, for all levels in the in the company from operators to to uh, CEOs or or whatever uh, and and that is also somewhere where you can really support digitalization uh, but but the main thing that also push us in a together sustainability and uh, digitalization that really push us to uh, to do things in a different way is this general accelerating speed of change in society um, and, and that means that we also need to be much much quicker in, in adapting to new things and new technologies new way of working we're going to have new generations of employees and everything like that and and that for me is a is one of the keys to to understand that we cannot do this by ourselves uh, that we don't have time for that so so we as a company need to partner up with the best and but but we as a company also need to have some kind of value proposition for the best to to want to work with us and and together create the future in somewhat way Yeah, agree. As the title of our conversation is partnerships to create bigger impact. Yeah. So, so on a more practical level, how do you see it happening? Yeah, maybe maybe that's a little bit, you know, kind of of building up on if the objective is, you know, that that we share common goals among, let me say, uh, again, very practical us as a service provider versus maybe an SCA which would need some services. If we team up on common objectives, obviously we have to share information and data on a different level. And just like Gustav also said, means also taking away the need of each other really to check everything and understand everything and what the foundation for that this is trust and it is a partnership and i think only if if we manage as companies to to, to change maybe our, our interaction from a more transactional type of interaction way more to a partnership then i think we are really able to tap into these benefits And, and as Adrian says, we, we, we need to, to, of course, have common goals, but we also need to understand uh, each other benefits, so to say. So we really create a win-win situation. Absolutely true. I, I, I like what you just said, Gustav. I think we, we had this also a little bit when we talked a couple of weeks back. And I think, you know, this really requires the, uh, an honest and, and transparent uh, acting of, of both parties so that really the, it's clear for, for each other what benefits we are driving out of the partnership. And, and when this is transparent and clear, I think then both parties can really also work on this basis. And then it's, it's a sustainable partnership. Absolutely. And, and at the end of the day, a partnership is built on trust. Uh, it sounds like a synergy that has partnerships as the minimum requirement. Uh, so what is uh, needed more to succeed with the partnerships of this type? It all starts, uh, like like um, Gustav just said, with, with trust. And, and I believe trust has something to do with individuals, with people. Um, I, I, on one hand, probably the, a company and the brand and the reputation of a company sets the foundation. But then it, it's about people. 
it's about it's about how we interact with each other um how, how do we treat each other and i think that's probably the one thing at least if i'm looking at that at our business, this is the thing we still need to learn and to get better. That that we we open up ourselves, you know, that we are not afraid of of putting the 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 topics on the table, being it the benefits we want to achieve or being it the risks of something. So the more transparent we act with each other, I think the, the more trust we build up. And this is a this is a journey. That's a learning. When I'm listening to you. One conclusion came uh, came to me that the clue is uh, not only the people but the soft competence. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, this is a fairly new approach. Uh, how do you see I- its future? What can you tell about your own approach? It's pretty much what what Adrian also has explained. I mean, you have to you have to also understand that it's not a. I mean, it's a it's a bit of a shift in the industry, and it, this is not an easy thing to do. You have to take it step by step. Um, but when it when it comes down to to the to the fundamentals, it, it's not that hard. It, it's really to have the approach that Adrian are 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 explaining that you have to understand um, what you want to do. And you have to be honest with 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 which one is going to be your win, so to say, so that also also you can see the the other side of the coin and understand that how how do we really win together? And that's the base and the start for for everything. Then we we need to you know practically work with how do we get this into our legal agreements? How do we get this into our business models? How do we change uh, people in the organization to to have a, a different focus and so on? Uh, but but at the end of the day, the approach has to be that you are open and honest that this is my goal and this is the, the road I'm going to take and I'm I'm prepared to to try to understand how how this road can be a win for for you also for me it starts with curiosity you know if we if we are truly interested in what is relevant for the other person we talk to or the company we talk to i believe then we have a good starting point um, as an example, when 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 Gustav and me talked and and he introduced SCA to me, I mean, I was fascinated. You know, I think the way you you put the forest into the center of what you do, and the way you you build around the forest and really take the forest as the the highest good you have as a company, this this was just fascinating for me, and 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 that opened up, I believe, you know, some of the discussions, and and we ended up in discussing. Uh, the partnerships and what it means to partner up and to team up, but also, you know, always to put things in a realistic scope. What what can be achieved? What 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 is the vision? Where we are now? What are the steps we we, we can make together? And and always to to treat each other in a way that that yeah you can you can believe the next step is feasible. So I I think these are the the steps to build trust. Guys, let's dive deeper into this subject because you know the, the best way to convince people to the uh, new uh, way of of partnership of building a business examples are the best. Yeah, so it's time to look behind the scenes a bit uh, and also ask what uh, it looks like in practice. Can you give us more uh, practical example of your partnership so far? How is it seen from each side? Yeah, maybe I, I can start and say, you know, look, uh, for for example, uh, um, SCA, well, the way I have understood and Gustav, I'm sure you're going to explain in a minute a little bit how, how it's from, from your perspective is you're on a journey to, to make an operation which could, could, you know, kind of an autonomous operation on certain areas. 
and, and in order to get there, I think a very important step is that we need to do use digitalization in, in order to manage the things or to be able to, to probably have maybe less uh, staff to operate some some of the equipment and to maintain things in, in real time. And and on the other hand, we as a company, we have certain digital solutions, which in, in one corner of the operation, they are quite advanced. So we're talking about uh, the digitalization, about electrical motors and variable speed drives. And and I think um, while probably the vision is 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 the long term objective to to get there into an autonomous operation, I think the first small steps is about applying the digital solutions in order to be predictive and preventive and to minimize kind of the emergency situations where you need to have people on the ground um, just ready to jump in. So and I think this this is very much of the the practical side, but. In order to start this, you need to team up because neither ABB will be able to provide a full-fledged solution which meets all the objectives of SCA, nor SCA probably could say, here is exactly what we all need in order to be successful. So that would be a very practical example. Gustav, what do you think? Well, first of all, I mean, uh, a company as SCA uh, and, and ABB, I mean, they, there's been a relationship for, for a long, long time. And we have a, a big installed base with, with ABB equipment. So we, we have a, a built relationship and also in, in many senses a trust between the companies. Um, and now we are, I think both companies have realized that we need to start to, to really team up and work in, in a little bit different ways. And as Adrian says, I mean, SCA is not a company that will create a lot of digital solutions, but we understand that we're going to use a lot of digital solutions. And we, we need to team up with the best uh, that can, can create this kind of products or whatever we call it. And, and I guess ABB has the need for, for finding some, someone to partner up with to, to test new things and, and escalate and, and increase the speed of development when it comes to digital solutions. And that's also where we are start, we have started digging, so to say. It's everything from smart sensors to, I mean, when you, when you look at ABB as the, the full company, we have... We have re relationships in all divisions and, and all areas, so to say. So we're really now trying to condense this to, to one team and one approach and, and, and a common target and, and really trying to push each other to, to do it in a new way. Uh, guys, at the end of our conversation, I want to touch a very difficult uh, question, difficult subject. Difficult because it's uh, really difficult to predict or uh, build a forecast uh, for the next, let's say, five, ten years in these difficult times. But what would be what the pandemic leaves us with? What do you think will remain and what will go back to pre-pandemic status? That's probably the the, the multi-million dollar question which many people are asking. <laughs> that, the, the... That's why it's difficult. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we probably all have our sense of, of what could happen and what could not happen. So, what, and then maybe it, it describes more of what we hope to happen. And 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 what I would think is, uh, what I really hope is that that we can find some some hybrid solution in between the way we have worked, the way we have lived the last two years. 
and versus what we have done uh, the previous years and 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 the things would be for me kind of you know the good the good things are really getting connected in this virtual world being much faster like you said yourself you know for your business that, that these things can go on this way but on the other hand i would also hope that some of the let me say of the of the physical interaction or of the the, the face to face interaction will come back because i believe some of this is really also needed to to build up some of the common understanding, the trust. We, we, we are humans. We, we, we need these kind of interactions. And I believe um, the stronger the trust, I think the more can be achieved. So I, I, would, I would think, you know, it's going to be a hybrid of, of what we have seen of the last years. We now understand that the speed of change is increasing and we can, we can really adapt faster because we, we were pushed to do it for, for the last two years. But... On the other hand, we are now sitting here talking about we need partnerships to to really do it fast and and with quality and and partnership is built on trust and and at the end of the day that's that's people. We need to have human interaction and we need to find our way to do that in a in a sustainable way, so to say. Of course, sustainability doesn't come from the pandemic, but I, I think the focus on that will not disappear. And then for us, as you say, Adrian, as a forest company, we, we need to, to really uh, get out there and, and really fully utilize the, the sustainability impact that the, uh, a really, yeah, that sustainable forestry really gives us. So that, that journey, I would say we will we will stay in and, and digitalization will help us also there. Yeah, I agree with you. And if I would answer this question, what would be what the pandemic leaves us with? Uh, of course, remote work uh, the first place. But uh, in my opinion, the clue is the word empathy, especially on the, you know, uh, from, from the um, CEO side or man uh, manager side. Yeah. Okay, uh, gentlemen, thank you for an interesting and inspiring conversation. I wish you and our listeners that the new normal has only positive sides. And if not, that you learn how to turn these disadvantages into positives. Uh, all the best, and I wish you good health. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Lucas, and thanks, Gustav, very much for joining me on this call as well. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.